Hi, I'm Danny Wotton, Time Team's finds specialist and community archaeologist. As many of you know, we recently released our new programme on our excavation of the Roman villa at Broughton in Oxfordshire. We thought it'd be nice to focus on five fantastic finds that were discovered during the course of that excavation. Now, before we get started, please do click that like button and press that notification bell to receive all the latest uploads. And please do also consider subscribing to our Patreon channel, following the links below, to receive all the latest updates, behind the scenes information and exclusive access to masterclasses. So without further ado, let's have a look at five fantastic finds from Broughton Roman Villa. Number five, Roman hypercoursed brick with animal paw print. Now this is a lovely find, um, actually for two reasons. The first one is it's fantastic because it shows us we've got a Roman building. Um, so hypercoursts were basically it's underfloor heating. Now it's surprising, quite a lot of people think that's a modern invention and they're surprised to find out that actually underfloor heating has been around about 2000 years. And these bricks would be piled one on top of each other to form little columns. Um, and there would be several of these columns all in rows. Um, and basically they would support the floor uh, so you wouldn't actually see these bricks um, because the floor would be over the top of it and so the warm air um, would be heated by a fire and it would go underneath the floor all around these bricks um, and actually up the box flues into the walls as well, the box flue tiles. So you'd have a lovely warm cosy floor and walls as well. Now. The second interesting thing about this find is the animal paw print, probably that of a dog. And I love that because you get that snapshot in time. You can just imagine this dog kind of running across and leaving the impression of its paw. Number four, Silver Denarius of Julia Mamea. Now I was there when this coin was first discovered and we could just see the silvery glint coming out of the ground. So metal detectorist Peter has just called me over. Um, you've just got a signal, haven't you? I have. And um, we think we might have a find. I think it's a Roman coin. Um, if I go in with my pinpointer. So it's Roman. So it's, it's definitely. Oh, I can see something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Def um, definitely metal. It is, isn't it? I just carefully. Oh, it might be more modern than we think. Actually, I wondered if it was going to be Roman. Well, oh, oh! I think it's. Probably I think it Roman. is Roman. And you know what? Potentially. Oh, that looks quite silvery, Peter. What do you reckon? This uh, might be a denarius. We're able to further identify that because it's very well preserved. Actually, um, as a coin of Julia Mamea, it dates between AD 225 to 235. Um, minted in Rome. And uh, Julia Mamea was a Syrian noblewoman. She was a member of the Severan dynasty and the mother of the Emperor Severus Alexander. Um, as a very broad rule of thumb, um, just to give you an idea, um, a loaf of bread cost two asses and there were 16 asses in one denarius. So one denarius could buy you eight loaves of bread. Um, this is kind of around AD 300s. Obviously, we're looking at 
you know, 400 years of Roman imperial coinage and, and it does change quite a lot, but just to give you an idea. And we also know that from um, the Emperor Diocletian actually set the annual pay for a Roman soldier at 300 denarii. Number three, beaker with a human thumbprint. So this is um, the base of a very fine beaker. Um, you can see um, that it's colour-coated with a brown slip. It's made locally, it's very similar to a lot of other Roman Oxfordshire ware. Um, but the wonderful thing about this is not only can you imagine people kind of, you know, pouring themselves a cup of wine, um, but also uh, it's the thumbprint and that is always amazing to see. So what's happened is the potter's picked it up, dipped it into the slip, um, and it's just kind of left that um, thumbprint there. And I just think that's always wonderful to see. So it's a really nice find. Number two, a copper alloy numus of Constantine II. Now this is a copper alloy coin um, that was actually minted about a hundred years after the um, silver denarius that we were just looking at. Um, and we've been able to closely date this one actually between um, AD 330 and 331. So it's always fantastic when you can get it down to a year, isn't it? Um, we know that it was minted in Trier in Germany. And Constantine II, his dad was um, Constantine the Great, Constantine the First. And Constantine II had two other brothers who, and between all three of them, inherited the Roman Empire after Constantine the Great passed away. Um, and so, um, just to really confuse things, his brothers were Constans and Constantius. And then we've got Constantine as well. <laughs> and the wonderful thing about this coin is that um, it's very well preserved, so you can make up quite a lot of detail on it. And um, we can see that it says Constantinus. The next um, word is abbreviated IVN or RUN, which stands for Junior. Um, and then we've got NOBC, which stands for Nobilis Caesar. So we've got Constantine Junior, the most noble Caesar. This was worth an absolute fraction of the silver denarius that we looked at earlier. It was minted 100 years later, and by this time, um, the copper alloy coins, realistically, you would have needed hundreds of these to buy yourself anything of any value. And number one, a copper alloy Roman mirror. So this was a brilliant find that came from Matt's trench. When it came out of the ground, it was this copper alloy disc. There was much speculation as to what this find might be. Oh my goodness me. You just find that? Yeah, just, what, in, just in there. Just in the rubble. Connect, look at that. It's a, it's a, well, I would say that that's bronze, isn't it? Some kind of copper alloy, you can tell by the green. Um, so it's this flattish disc. Um, we know it's made of copper alloy. Um, there's a lovely bit of decoration where you can see the there's a dot in the centre and then two concentric rings. And so we've been able to do some further research and XRF analysis has actually pointed towards it being a mirror. We know this because of the very high tin content that's contained in the metal. This was a particular type of copper alloy used by the Romans called speculum, but they only used in Roman mirrors. And the reason for that high tin content is because it made it very silvery and very shiny. So you would get a great reflection. So, it, it, you know, a perfect mirror. 
Um, as you can see in the reconstruction, we've actually given it a balustrade handle. Um, this is conjecture. We know that there are a lot of mirrors, a lot of Roman mirrors did have handles like this. Well, I hope you've enjoyed taking a closer look at five fantastic finds from Broughton Roman Villa. And we are still doing behind the scenes post-excavation work, so there's more details to follow, uh, including um, a fantastic etching that was found on the doorway of Broughton Castle. What I love about historic buildings like this are that you find interactions with people that have lived here over that vast time period that it's existed. And those appear in little bits of personalised graffiti that we find scattered around buildings such as this. And one that's really caught my eye are these features just here. So there's lots more to come, but please do also have a look at our 3D models as well. They can be accessed, you can have a look at these up close. They're absolutely fantastic. So thanks very much for joining me and I look forward to seeing you next time. To ensure you catch all the latest updates, please do subscribe to this channel, follow us on social media, sign up to our newsletter and join us on Patreon. <laughs>